Right, I'm joined by Stephanie Hildebrand from Kapanaka Blooms. Um, I understand that you're uh, in here with me to talk about slow flowers. Yes, yes, slow flowers. Now, this is something that I'm not uh, especially um, genned up on. So I'm hoping that uh, you're going to tell me and the listeners a little bit a bit uh, more about what it is, what it means, uh, you know, um, and why it's a good thing. Well, it definitely is a good thing. And um, it's a good thing because they're local, seasonal and sustainably grown flowers mm-hmm. um, here in Luxembourg. So... It's supposed to be an alternative to the industrially grown flowers in greenhouses or that have been that have traveled around the world. So their CO2 footprint is fairly high. So one rose can um, have a a CO2 footprint up to two to three kilos. That means 100 kilometers train ride. (laughs) That's quite high. So... um, it's an alternative um, uh, ecologically, but it's also an alternative in varieties. So these are flowers that you might have seen in uh, your parents' or grandparents' gardens, mm-hmm. like cosmos and dahlias and, you know, well, just to name the, the, the more common ones. But usually gardeners don't cut their own flowers. Yeah. Because they took a great effort to make yeah. them grow, and then they they are they're hesitant. <laughs> they're mutilating their garden. Basically. No, can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Can't do that. So they they cut very, you know, so just so the the garden doesn't show. So, and this is where the idea of a cutting garden, you know, so you you have a vegetable garden and or you have a a garden just for flowers mm-hmm. that you actually cut. Sure. And uh, we have varieties that we call cut and come again so if you if you cut them they will come even more like cosmos and zinnias and stuff like that so i think this idea is actually from england right (laughs) and um i was supposed to fill the 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 houses of people in the country you know the big Mm -hmm. mansions and uh, traditionally but um i think this this tradition was revived by people like Sarah Raven, who's some kind of garden aristocracy, I believe, in England. Right. And, um, yeah, and um, in England it's called Flowers from the Farm, and it's quite big, and they have the British Flower Week and all these kind of things. So Mm -hmm. it's very, very um, deeply rooted in society already. But then it went over to the U.S., and they made everything bigger and brighter and more marketing, and they called it Slow Flowers. Right. And the term was picked up by the Germans, or the Europeans, um, with um, the slow flower Bewegung. And yeah, I mean, what, what makes a slow flower farm a slow flower farm is that it's different from a U-pick. A U-pick is usually a place where you have tulips, narcissus, gladiolis, or, or dahlias, that they're, they're harvested or they're... They're uh, cultivated like potatoes. Right. So you go, you, you pick, and you have an honesty box, and you put money in. Sure. The slow flower farm is more diverse. They have more flowers, more different varieties of flowers, more colors um, to make nicer bouquets. Okay. And, th- and the name, slow flowers. Yes. Why? Well, it's, I think it's, it's, um, it comes from this idea, this basically Italian idea from slow food, right. slow cities. So it's, it's looking back in a traditional way of doing things, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, I think it has a... So it's just sort of kind of like harking back to a better time when we took things more slowly and like, and, and, and I guess fast flowers would like, like uh, sort of like factory produced things like um, fast and then flown across the world in a massive carbon footprint. But, you know, you've got them the next day. This is a much slower enterprise and much more sort of considered thing perhaps Abs- absolutely yeah. i think it's 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 really i'm, I'm also doing flower arranging mm-hmm. classes and when people come in and they rush from their lives ah, mm-hmm. it's the, the main thing is to really slow down yeah and 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 get the idea of the flower uh, not not to co- it's like fast food you know you just <laughs> put yeah, the yeah. food in but but there you, you you sit down and you enjoy and less is more basically you, know, you you really go into it, and, and one of the things that in in arranging the flowers that we don't do is, for example, microplastic. You know, the floral foams yeah. that dissolves in water, <coughs> and that's a that's a no go for us. So we're looking also for alternatives in sustainable uh, floristry, like uh, so that, so putting the them in jars. So the packaging, the, the things packaging, they come in, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's paper, brown paper. Um, uh, and and uh, the, the big sale, <laughs> the big uh, sell at the moment is the small little uh, gin and tonic bottles oh. that I've um, <coughs> consumed and I'm now recycling. <laughs> <laughs> so we're selling things in jars in the water. So, so you're drinking gin for a good cause. Uh, mother's ruin, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, other so. Obviously, you have Kapanaka Blooms, yes. and that's your sort of slow flowers um, field uh, yes. area. Yes. Um, are others, is this, is this taking off in Luxembourg? Are others doing this in Luxembourg? Well, I'm the second one. The ah. first one was uh, Kate Greenwood from Botanica, who mm-hmm. was a big inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot from her. She's in Hopscheid. Right. And she's also doing edible flowers. Yes. Okay. Tell me more about that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have flowers like nasturtium. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. No idea. Okay. Um, Yeah, things that you can uh, spice up your uh, salad with uh, that are on, sometimes they're on desserts. They make, you know, if you you add a flower to a dish, Mm -hmm. it looks directly 10 euros more expensive. Yes. (laughs) Fair enough. And and are they are they a sort of um, viable alternative to say some spices and stuff? Like, would, could you use the, the some have a taste edible flowers, some or are they just ta- decorative? And um, they are also decorative. Okay. So, how can people find these local? Um, how, find these sort of um, slow flowers, local flowers? Um, do, do they go to shops and ask them, or can they go to the actual fields themselves and pick? What's <coughs> how does how does the customer get hold of slow yes, flowers? Yes. Um, well, my flowers, you can either um, go until the end of the month to the pop-up shop in uh, Rue Oringa, mm-hmm. 3 Rue Oringa, uh, where we also do workshops. And you can pick up one of my um, uh, tonic bottles, <laughs> little <laughs> tonic bottles. Uh, we have a we have a delphinium special going on, and um, um, I also have a deal with cactus, and you can get them in um, eight different cactus stores in Belletoile, Bacherin, Schellec, Howald, Lalange, Redange, Remisch, and Ingeldorf. <laughs> right. So you mentioned the workshops. 
Yes. Yeah, let's talk about those. So, um, how, like, um, what what do they uh, consist of? Um, is is that sort of flower arranging workshops, like how to sort of best display, or or what? It's um, it's a two hour workshop, mm -hmm. and um, the main thing is to start with something that we that usually gets overlooked, mm -hmm. and that's the foliage, the greens. Right. Yeah. So slow flowers are very much, you know, trying to find interesting stuff, stuff that you don't find in a shop, that you don't, because the, the regular for, for, uh, for, uh, floristry, what they do is they, they make this kind of cupola, you know, yeah. they, you know yeah. they stuff lots of big blooms together. And so you have a, you have a round bouquet and that's, that's the way to do it. And to get out of that framework, out mm. of that, um, and, and to really, well, the idea is to, to create a, a bouquet that is just casually gathered like a armful of right. meadow flowers so more natural looking completely natural and looking. containing the stuff that the florist might strip away absolutely uh, yeah. absolutely just just go with the flow uh, really really uh, slowing down having a look at the flower trying to get a sensitivity for the flower and stop when it's too much <laughs> right so knowing when to stop and um okay so do you have a uh, web presence are you online how, how do people get involved with those workshops um or how can they facebook register? facebook or um uh, if if you um if you have instagram mm -hmm. you can see lots of nice pictures of works that people have done uh Kapanaka blooms right okay cool uh, two k's Kapanaka blooms okay and uh, I guess your Facebook is also called Kapanaka Blooms, yeah? Uh, yes, but that's I'm, I'm, I'm in a beginning phase there. <laughs> ah. So I'm, I'm more on Instagram because okay. my 20-year-old daughter said, Mama, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, is there anything else that we need to know? Is there anything else you need to sort of tell the listeners about um, slow flowers? Um, I, mean, I mean, just to recap, I mean, there are much more um, sort of they have less of a carbon footprint. They're much Absolutely. sort of uh, more sustainable. Um, they're locally produced, so that's good. Uh, I mean, there, there's very little that's, well, there's nothing that's bad about uh, slow flowers, is there? No, no. nothing at all. So um, get on board with that, listeners. And once again, it's Kapanaka Blooms via Instagram. And you've got a sort of fledgling Facebook page, yeah? Yes. Right. <laughs> is there anything else? Well, next year they can come to Kapanaka, which is actually a little village mm -hmm. eight, with eight houses, uh, not so far from town. Everybody thinks it's in the Ace Lake or something, but no, it's at the Moselle. Mm -hmm. It's uh, close to Flachsweiler, so it's 20 minutes from uh, Kirchberg, and we will have a full, fully designed um, slow flower farm there as of um, June. I was going to just say that. Yeah, yeah. When we're 2024. So I was going to say, because um, presumably it's not a year round thing, or is it? Do, do you have flowers that bloom throughout the year? Well, is that even know, possible? We're so focused on flowers always. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that you can use for floristry in, right. in woods in the winter, the, you know, the leaking, the moss. The, this, this, you know, I think if you start thinking about what, you know, what's the nature that I want to, I want to bring home into my home mm -hmm. from from the outside there's endless possibilities Brilliant. You know? and and really trying to yeah i think that the workshops and this slowing down and getting back into touch with nature that's that's the main thing about it it's not a fast consumer good it's rather 
a way of looking at what surrounds me. A philosophy. Elizabeth, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I work with an Ikebana teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, her philosophy is very, very strong and based in a very long tradition. Mm-hmm. But slow flowers, there's there's an overlap. There's an overlap between the two uh, in the way we look at flowers, we perceive flowers, and we live with flowers. Excellent. Stephanie, thank you ever so much for coming in to talk about this with us. Um, so slow flowers. And, um, and your pop-up shop, um, let's give that a plug quickly. So is, is that also called Kapanaka Bloom? No, that's called the uh, Flower Pop-Up okay. Shop in Rue Oringa, 3 Rue Oringa in the Gare. Mm-hmm. So very, very um, ecologically <laughs> transportation. Um, yeah, and it's, it's run by the um, International Flower Club from uh, Julia Rush. Brilliant. Stephanie, thank you ever so much for coming in and telling us all about this.